welcome back to the compilation episode nine with your host philly that's me and today i have a very special guest a very special friend and i'm gonna let her introduce herself and i'm very excited about the conversations that we're gonna have today Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Idil, and yeah, we're going to have a lot of exciting conversations today. Do you want to shout out socials or not? Nah? Oh, Trying yeah, to be low-key or not? Nah. nah. Um, <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I talk a lot of ish on Twitter, so. Don't we all, though? Yeah. All the greats do. Um, but it's City Under the Sun. Whoop, city whoop. Under ah. the Sun. <laughs> it's very easy. Yeah. Okay, so. All right, so I think the way we're going to start this is my good sis did a poll. Well, not a poll, questions on Instagram. And we're going to share some responses from that. Yeah, so the question we asked is, um, what did you think your life would be by age 25? And then if you are under the age of 25, where do you see your life at by the time you get to age 25? Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of funny responses and we had some, you know, some of them that were like typical, like we all have the same things that we want to do. So we had a lot of them where like people were just saying by 25, I want to be married, um, have a house, you know, planning for kids and stuff like that. And then um, something I thought found ironic was that um, a lot of people were talking about how they just didn't have anything planned by 25 mm -hmm. or how they just wanted to be single and traveling. That was like the older people, though. Yeah. It's funny because the older people, I think, said that, oh, like either they had their plan and like whatever, they it didn't happen. They're moving. They've moved on with their life or they were just like, oh, I wasn't thinking about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but the younger folks, I feel like they have their blueprint. They yeah. have their plan. Yeah. But I also think that the younger folks that responded to this question were a little bit more realistic than I was at that age. Really? Yeah. Like, it seems like they're planning for these things mm -hmm. where, like, I feel like... Oh, I wasn't thinking about nothing. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like... When, I'm just thinking my sister responded to this when she was, she's 22. When I was 22, I had some crazy plans, but like, she's just <laughs> like, you know, maybe I'll start a business or I'll do this and I'll travel. And I'm like, okay, that's realistic. You know? Yeah, that is. I'm thinking at 25, I wanted to have my master's done, be married, mm. maybe pregnant, you know? See, I never saw that for myself. Yeah. I never saw that for myself. I didn't know. I know I went through it at 25. I don't you know didn't. what I had planned 25. I, I think I thought I was going to be a little bit closer to living my best life, a.k.a. my career, like my career, get be in my career or something like that, or close to it. I don't know. Yeah. But one of the responses I really liked um, that I got is a friend of mine, and she said that she thought that she'd have um, like a company started and all that stuff mm. or whatever, and she's in a completely different field now. Mm. But she still started her company, but like wow. part time. So she's just like, oh, even though nice. I'm doing something completely different, she like never lost her focus. Oh, that's so nice. Like, that's great. Oh, that's goals. Um, Always think big picture. And then we had a lot of funny responses. One said, "On a beach with no stress, but Sally Mae won't let me live." <laughs> Um, we Big had facts. A, right? Uh, we had another one that said, looking for struggle love. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, we had a lot of people talk about getting money. 
Like, just being focused on getting money by the time they're 25. That should have always been my goal, but look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely 2019 goals. But. Right? Um, so, what did I want to say? One thing I think that is important to realize from all these responses is, like, everyone has different ways they're going to get to things, but it's kind of like we all have the same idea of what we want, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like... Most people want to be married or most people want to have a good job or have kids and Mm, stuff. mm -hmm. And for the ones that who don't, it's not the end of the world. It's okay if you don't want those things, you know? Um, Or like, for example, we were saying this um, off air, but like for the people who got all the things by Mm -hmm. the time they're 25, like Mm -hmm. you can't be mad at them. No. Their plan went as planned and that's fine, right? Right. That was meant for them, I think. Yeah. So you you definitely can't be mad at someone else's plan falling exactly into place. Yeah. But so. then I also think that that relates to confidence because mm. I think that if you're worried about yourself, you're not going to worry about what the next person has. That's facts. That is that's a I think that is that shows a sign of insecurities when you're worried about the next person. Yeah. Or when people are are even bothered by your confidence that Okay, you're, then that means you're insecure about something. Like, why why are you so bothered by my confi- confidence? Why do you even notice it? Yeah. Right? Mm. So if you're just being yourself, then you're not going to be worried about the next person's energy. No. Because um, I have, you know, talked to people and they're just like, oh, this person was just too much, you know? Mm. And you're just like, <laughs> let them be themselves. If they're right. loud, if they're quiet, if they're assertive or aggressive, like, that's them. Yeah, just know? let them be. Just let them be. Um uh i i know for myself like growing up i think that a lot of my family members are just like very confident within themselves like things they do like it's kind of this attitude of like i do what i want and Mm -hmm. i think that's where i get it from Mm -hmm. i remember being young and i can't remember who said this to me but like you can't look back and be running Mm because then you're going to slow yourself down Mm. but i think i took advantage of it a little bit too much Mm because i really don't worry about About what's around me right and then sometimes i wake up and i'm like oh okay this is weird right right right. yeah so you know what because what's the difference between you know tunnel vision and then blinders right exactly because then if you don't have that peripheral vision then it's like sometimes that can mess you up yeah I so. think tunnel vision is good when you, you need to be focused, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be the view all the time. Exactly. Like, you know, sometimes you got to look around and see what's going mm-hmm. on. You mm-hmm. can't just be because then you isolate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know what's going on. And then mm-hmm. when you do get up and look, you're just like, confused, what's co- yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like those situations where you're just like. You know, you go MIA for a few months mm. and you come back and they're like, oh, we got to catch you up on this and that. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, I've been gone, you know? Yeah. And you really don't know what's going on. No, not at all. Oh, I've done that so many times. Exactly. And it's <laughs> Hibernation. Not all, it's not always a good thing. It's not. It's not. I'm, tr- I'm trying to work through that. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I think it's good in the winter, but other than that. <laughs> Literally. That's always when I'm like, work on this, work on that, you know? This weather got me wanting to be social, but then my schedule was like, girl, you don't got no time. <laughs> Yeah, schedule's like, uh, you thought. Right. Not happening. Um, But anyways, going back to this question that we asked on Instagram just leads into the conversation we wanted to have Mm -hmm. about success being subjective. Mm, And the reason for that is mm -hmm. like, you can have all these things at 25, at 30, at 50. It doesn't matter as long as you're consciously working towards something. 
then um, that's all you need to worry about, you know? So it's like we were saying this earlier, like what might be success to me might not be success to you, right? So, and like you can't get mad at someone's idea of success, Mm -hmm, right? That's true, yeah. So I remember for me, I used to, like I'm a very driven person, but also very ambitious, right? Mm -hmm. So like dealing with friends, relationships, whatever the case is, coworkers, you know? Like, I would find people being complacent and me being more, like, I guess, motivated. Mm -hmm. And I would get upset. I'm just like, we work in the same field. Like, why aren't you as motivated as me, you Mm -hmm. know? Or why don't you want this thing just as much as I do? Mm -hmm. And then all that did was cause, like, frustration for me for what, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, for one person, being a manager of a store might be their version of success Mm -hmm. my version of success might be owning the store Mm. that doesn't mean that that person's less than you or whatever it just Mm. means that they're content and i think being content is such a big thing like plus i I think there's a reason i think that's actually a good thing that people are like that because if everyone want to aspire to be a ceo or the top man or whatever then at the end of the day then a lot of people would be frustrated because you can't everybody can't be number one like that's the reality of it so you just can't it just it is what it is like um not saying like oh you know shoot lower just because you don't have a spot but like if he's content if he's truly happy in that then let him be happy in that why are you gonna try to push him and be like no 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 you should really own the the shop you know what i'm saying exactly and you also don't know where like that fits in people's lives right right so if somebody's managing a store maybe that means they want to focus on other things in their life whether it's a side project family their health or whatever you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think because work and work life balance is important too it's like what can you do in that position as well like whatever your success is are you able to do things that you enjoy because at the end of the day if you get your money and you can't enjoy it because i think the i think the most valuable thing is time and more if you have more time for leisure things because you can have the big house and drive the nice car and, and all that stuff. But if you're working 80 hours a week and you don't get to enjoy those things, then and, what's the point? And it's just sitting there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think, like, we really need to wrap our minds around the whole idea of, like, we can't all think the same. Mm-hmm. And you can't get mad at someone for not agreeing to the things that you have, like, formed in your head and mm-hmm. you think is correct. Right? Yes, yes. So... And I've seen so many people lose friendships, lose mm-hmm. relationships over stuff like that. That's weird. Especially when I was younger, I used to be like, this is weird. But now that I'm older, I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Like, something my mom told me when I was young, she says, your friends are your friends because you have something in common. Mm-hmm. So the older you get, wow, yeah. you know, you'll evolve from those friendships. They're friendships that you'll have forever because you have something, like, your foundation was strong. Maybe mm-hmm. you guys, you know... Um, grew up together mm-hmm. and you know how to pick up anytime you guys meet right mm-hmm. and there are other friends who like you guys were really good friends because you used to go out all the time mm-hmm. but now maybe you don't, you don't go out anymore right, so right, right. you're not that close anymore right mm-hmm. or whatever the case is um so just out there to anyone listening like <laughs> you know just figure out what you think is important Mm-hmm. And realize, like, it doesn't matter when you get it done, mm. as long as you get it done and you're happy with it. It's the process. Yeah, like the process is isn't pretty, but the product is. You're right. So you know. Um. Yeah, but you know, I think sometimes we get upset when we mm-hmm. 
plan like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that mm-hmm. and then you get to the point where you should have gotten this stuff and you're mm-hmm. disappointed like and that's another thing entitlement is like oh. crazy because I feel like that's big en- entitlement will like poison your heart mm. on a serious level like you just feel like I got my master's I got a house mm-hmm. I have this I have mm-hmm. that I should be in a good relationship or I should be married or, mm. you know, I should be a manager or I should be a director by now, you know? Right. And it's just like, so is it the end of the world because that stuff hasn't happened? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like you, I think for me, it's like just trying to figure out that balance, you know? Because right. you can't come here and kill yourself every day for not getting the things. Like, it's okay to give yourself that point like, all right, I didn't manage to this today you know so that i think that ties really really well with the conversation of happiness that we had mm-hmm. and and the contentment and all that stuff i think that's huge because it's again the wanting more and more and more and more and how toxic that can be exactly um so when i'm thinking of happiness do you feel like you had an idea of happiness growing up or even now like what you thought um I learned as I got older that happiness is not something that you can obtain. Nothing that you can obtain physically in this world can make you happy. It has to be a feeling you have within yourself and a content that you have within yourself. And then other things can heighten it. Yeah. And that's how I feel about happiness right now. And of course, like those things wax and wean. They go up and down. You know, you have peaks and valleys and that's you have to understand that about life you're never i don't think people it's not realistic to think that you're going to reach a peak of happiness or peak of success and that you're going to always stay there it's just not it's not sustainable it's not realistic at the end of the day and if you expect life to be like that you're going to be highly disappointed i think and that's why i think you have to just kind of be content in your life and be grateful i think it's it's a part of being grateful too yeah no i completely agree with that because um like you saying, you know, they're going to be peaks and they're going to be low moments. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an article I read and it was just saying like happiness for humans is at a level seven, right? If something bad happens, you, you go below the seven. Mm-hmm. And if something good happens, you go above the seven. But, you know, like take a moment to sit down and think about when you're at that level seven, you mm-hmm. know, what are the things you're doing? And that's where you'll figure out what are the things that make you happy. Right. Your baseline. Because right? I think you're right. Everybody has a baseline like. You're not you're not depressed every day. You're not sad every day. You're not upset every day. There's a there's a baseline that you have that you go on and alhamdulillah, like you're happy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we don't really kind of look into ourselves and say, okay, what's making me happy? Is it that my family's around? Is it that like little things? Like what is it that's making me happy? And to always continue to have those things around you. And obviously, if you get more, great. And mm-hmm. if you if you fall short, just remember your seven. Remember what's in your life that continues to make you happy i think and i think the thing about falling short is knowing Mm -hmm. that you can get back to that seven Mm -hmm. and then surpass it right right um i was gonna say there was um a story i it was a lecture i listened to Mm -hmm. and it was saying that you know you should be more worried when you have a lot of good things happening. Mm. Like you should be very aware i guess i shouldn't have stayed worried but you should be more aware (laughs) right because um Sometimes we get so caught up in being happy that we forget that bad things happen, right? And mm. then when it happens, you get so shocked. Right. Right? 
So just kind of get away from that idea that you mm-hmm. have to like chasing perfectionism because I don't think it can be attained in this world. It can't. And, you know, same thing with balance. Like you want to balance everything, but also don't think of balance as a construct that has to do with being perfect as well. Like you yeah. can't fully balance everything as well. What did you say? You had a quote about that, right? Uh, I don't know if I wrote it down, but we'll find it. I forgot, but that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about what we talked about. Um, the idea of more, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And how toxic that can be. Mm. And I was um, telling Philly how I read this article and it was just saying like, if something isn't broke, don't fix it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this idea of wanting more can be so toxic to the point where you try to fix things that don't need to be fixed. So, or, you know, wanting things so so much can ruin the things that you already have going on. So the article I read was just saying like there was this NBA team and they just won a championship and they got so wrapped up in the idea of wanting more that, you know, now they were getting all these endorsements and commercials and stuff and they weren't spending as much time in practice mm-hmm. or, you know, just cultivating that, you know, chemistry that they have as a team. And um, everyone wanted to be the star. Mm-hmm. So the following year, they don't even end up winning the championship because the chemistry of the team is ruined because everyone wants to be the star mm-hmm. and no one's actually focusing. So they're going to these photo shoots and meetings and stuff mm-hmm. that they their level of dedication to the sport or even being good at what they do mm-hmm. has come to such a low level. Right. And Performance then, level went down trying and, to seek. Exactly. And it's just like, Sometimes you have to just think like to to keep something um, going, you have to maintain it, right? Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't exactly. mean you go into overdrive as well. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Clearly, that was like a really hard lesson for me to learn, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think like growing up, you know, older people would always give you advice. I'm like, don't do this and don't do that. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, like I have to stop myself from p- giving those giving the same advice to people because yeah. I'm like. You have to go through that. No, it's true. What I'm trying to save you from, you have to go through it Mm -hmm. completely. Right. And like you said, those failed experiences, people are too hung up on getting from point A to point B and, you know, feeling like everything in between was wasted time. But really, it was something that you learned. You learned from it. You got better, hopefully, and you're becoming stronger for the next experience. You might experience it and literally be able to go through it way better than someone just first being exposed to that so that's some real shit (laughs) no um yeah so what else did i have on here so just so you guys know we wrote a lot of notes because you wanted to make sure we're coming with facts you wrote a lot of notes you were prepared she's she's great guys if you need her (laughs) to um produce your show i got hit her up she does a lot of back research and writes nice notes and i'm just here (laughs) (laughs) i'm literally just here um so uh, i have a question for you philly okay Um, questions so do you think that you have to be passionate about something like if it's your job or something in order for you to be successful uh see now my my response is probably going to change um i think I think there has to be a level. I think your passion has to be on a more bro- broader scale. Like it can't be like, oh, my passion is to be a doctor or my passion is to be a lawyer. 
And like, it has to be broader than that. Like for me, my passion is just to help people, you know, and the way I feel like I can do that, you know, I picked initially is medicine. So I felt like in healthcare and I felt like, oh, okay, that's my way of helping others. But again, there's so many paths that I can help other people in. So it's like, I'm not ever losing my passion. So that's you where you don't I, even realize it. Yeah. You don't realize that. And I had to, I, had, I learned that the long, the hard way, um, Cause you don't I mixed up I mixed up like you know passion my passion with like a plan you know yeah and that's why I feel like but I mean yeah you, you I think you need to be in tune with your passion but it's not a certain plan and again if that plan fails then you know there's no passion in it yeah so I don't know that's well, kind of loaded I don't know yeah <laughs> I don't know is. if I answered that right no you answered it because I was gonna say that you don't even realize like you mentioned your passion is helping people. You mm-hmm. don't know that this podcast is helping anyone, right? Oh, stop. Like, oh, my God. I'm going to no. get emotional. No, it's true because, like, you just sharing your experiences. You mm-hmm. don't know who's listening, and that's helping them in some kind of way because they're just like, wow, there are people out there who think like me or Aww. who are interested in the same things as me. That you know? would really warm my heart. Please let me know if I'm helping you guys. Right? <laughs> or, but even that, even that, you mm-hmm. know, like, if somebody isn't feeling helped, they're learning something new, right, right, you know? right, right. And maybe they might not think they benefit from it, but like it comes out in your conversation without you even thinking about it. Right. Like, yeah. You'll give an example. You'll be like, "Oh, I heard this podcast," which we've oh, been doing this whole episode. I it's know. Just like, we did. I read this edit article, yeah. or I, you know, watch this video. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're using it as a reference, and you don't mm-hmm. even realize like right. now that that's affects. Yeah, that's the way you're thinking about exactly. Stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. <laughs> which, um, but I, you have a different view on passion yes so get into it so i think passion is a scam dun 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 right (laughs) and the reason i think this i'll give myself as an example so growing up i've always um wanted to work in gender equality and just help women in general because i just feel like Mm. uh, women and girls are in a position where you know like you'll see around the world that you know girls don't have education or they don't have land rights you know Mm. or don't have opportunities you know to if we're like economic opportunity right and that's been um kind of what i focused my career on for some time right working with nonprofits and the international development world and stuff like that and uh that was my passion right and Mm -hmm. then you know you wake up one day and you realize like your passion can kill you because mm. you're constantly stressed. And even if you're passionate about it, doesn't mean that that passion is being toxic. Like mm-hmm. I had yeah. a great feeling at the end of the day when, you know, reports had come out and all the field work we did was done. But then I was traumatized to hear those stories of the women and what they went through, you know, mm, yeah. and that was messing with my own mental health. Um, so the reason why I even say passion is a scam is because you don't have to be passionate about your career in order to be successful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the way I look at it now, I remember when I first started working, I used to get upset when I would see big corporations start their own, like, I guess, departments that worked on gender work mm-hmm. um, or women's rights works and think, like, hey, why aren't they giving this money to um, bigger nonprofits that are doing this work? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you do your research and you realize, like, when you work on something on a smaller scale and build those capacities, then you're able to replicate it on a bigger, um, you know, platform or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now I just realized, like, for me, my passion isn't 
just like working in gender equality. It's helping women in any way, you know, mm. whether it's being at a mall and, you know, helping somebody with their outfit. Like mm-hmm. literally, you know, you'll be shopping and mm-hmm. a woman will be like, oh, what do you think? How does this it's, look yeah, on me? You know, true. or, you know, you helping somebody find a job or, mm-hmm. you know, and them feeling like, oh, I feel discouraged because I'm a woman or this mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think this is like kind of like um, BS and stuff, but. No, women empowerment's real. Yeah, any group that's empowered, that are disenfranchised in any kind of way, that's important, and that's why we need these little communities. We need the support from our communities, whatever that may be. Exactly. And we're a lot of things. We're we're black. We're Muslim. We're Somali. You know, we're women, and we need that f- from those little groups, and we need that support. Exactly. So the fact that I think that's amazing that you get joy from that. Yeah. And that opportunity is everywhere, like yeah. you said. Exactly. And, you know, I think people get mad at people who are, like, celebrities who Mm -hmm. will go and, you know, be, like, representatives for, you know, the youth or gender or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, they used their job or whatever, you know, they did, and now the money they made from that can um, actually fund their passion projects, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I think, like my passion doesn't just have to be my everyday job not I mean, at all. if it is alhamdulillah, great of course great right mm-hmm. but now i think about it i'm just like what spaces can i be in that i'm good at that can help fund my pro- my passion mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so that you're not sitting here and stressing yourself out for no reason no not at all the expectations mm. you set on yourself will set you up you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you know you're feeling like you failed or you're feeling embarrassed because you didn't do XYZ by this date, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just like, why do you set these limits on yourself, you know? Right, you are limiting yourself. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, Going back to the topic of success. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about this off air and I was actually saying how like, obviously before you're 18, there's Mm -hmm. not much you can do because you're underneath your parents right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i feel like 18 is a good time to start figuring yourself out 100 percent. and knowing like what you like what you don't like what you're good at what you're not good at you know and so i asked this question of do you feel like there's your authentic self Mm -hmm. and what do you think your authentic self is so if you're listening take a moment Mm -hmm. think about that and when i say authentic self i say um, who are you when no one's looking, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. take away, like, your experiences in life, like how you grew up, the kind, you know, the kind of music you listen to, or right. the school you went to, or the people who are around, you know? Take every, strip everything away, and then who are you? Ask yourself that. <laughs> yeah, and then the second part of this, uh, what we discussed was just saying, like, once you figured who your authentic self is, <laughs> in a perfect world, what job would you want? Yeah. You know? So, Philly, would you like to answer that? <laughs> I feel like so, I'm interviewing you today. I know. She asked me this off air, and it's when she brought up the authentic self, I was like, oh, 100%. Like, there's definitely, like, just authentic you, right? When no one's watching, when you take yourself from everything. And she asked me, okay, what what's your dream job or whatever if you were your authentic self? I said I would be, like, doing interior design and flipping houses. And she, like, had the biggest smile on her face. Exactly. And it's crazy 
the reason the reason I say this is crazy is because mm-hmm. I personally think that our authentic self peaks out mm-hmm. and people notice it, right? Mm-hmm. So when you said that, the reason I smiled is because mm-hmm. we all know this about you. You're so good <laughs> at it. I'm always raving like Philly when I move out. You yeah. come and come decorate yeah. my house, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but that's I mean that's nice too, and it gives you uh, that. I mean that feels good too to know like maybe something that I am quote-unquote passionate about that I might be able to be good at it and then also succeed at that because that's like triple whammy right there, right? If you could do something you love, something that, you know, brings you money and mm-hmm. then brings you joy, like what What more could you ask for? But it's hard because we limit ourselves. That, that One, we have insecurities, we have fear. Mm-hmm. These are all things that kind of limit our authentic self to come out, I think, personally. Exactly. Um, and that's why I was saying, like, when you get to that age, whether it's 18, whatever age it mm-hmm. is, where you can think independently for yourself and kind of oh, like... Oh, that's important. Again, think independently. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, you know, what I mean by that is not like saying I hate everything that I've done so far. And, you know, I want to defy everything I've done because <laughs> you'll see people... Don't be reckless. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't be reckless. But... um I see people who will get to 18 and like wild out or, you know, they get to university, college, wherever you're from, whatever you call it, uh-huh. for all our UK listeners. All of our uni, UK lots. Yes. Right. Uni. Um, <laughs> um, but I was having this discussion with my best friend, Ikra, shout out to her. Um, just saying like, you know, let's mm-hmm. say growing up, your parents want you to be a doctor, a lawyer, whatever the case is, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to college and you're just like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, your parents are advising you on what they know is best based on their experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like... And their ideas, idea of success as well. Exactly. Just, you know, be aware that your idea of success and their idea of success is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I We both come from, you know... Different um, generations, number one. Exactly. But not even that. I think the idea of um, being respectful is big. But oh, yeah. even knowing where to draw that line, right? Mm-hmm. So I give myself an example. Like my parents wanted me to do business, get an MBA, start a business, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I changed my major. Mm-hmm. And for me, like what was important was try to get them to understand without being forceful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... I just don't like the idea of people thinking like, oh, I'm going to change my major and I'll prove everyone wrong. I'm going to prove my parents wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, your parents want you to prove them wrong. Like, they just Mm -hmm. want what's best for you at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. It's not a competition, you know? So if the journey to finding out your authentic self is hard, Mm -hmm. you know, don't give up. Just know that you just have to figure out how to maneuver and how to navigate through those kind of stuff. Because I think like, Again, you, you cause yourself stress and heartache and, you know, mm-hmm. just you spend so much time thinking about things that don't matter. They're not going to matter five years from now. You know, it's not the end of the world. Right. Trust me. And like, I think to be honest with that, I, and not, again, I think it's just an it's an unrealistic time frame that we're putting on ourselves. And I don't think people understand, like, what your 20s are really about and, like, it is about finding yourself. It is about knowing what you like, what you don't like. It's becoming an independent thinker. It's like, it's all of these things. And we're just saying, give yourself time. Don't beat yourself up. I feel like this is just something that everyone's going through. Like everyone's going through not 
hitting a certain peak or whatever at a certain age Mm -hmm. and we don't shrivel up and die at 30 guys i promise like everything's gonna be fine like you're gonna live through it it's it's okay and you're you're not gonna decline like there's nothing about you that's gonna decline after a certain age like aging is a is a regular process but when it comes to like what you want to do your your goals and stuff then it's fine like take your time exactly i just want to say that you know sometimes we think that you have to graduate within four years and that if you don't then when you graduate your employers are going to look at your age Mm -mm. and all that like no one really cares like nobody cares obviously it's I mean, ageism does exist, and it's different if, you know, you're, like, like, in 65. your 40s, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't but, think it's that bad in 40s, honestly. Right. Like, there are people who graduate at 22 and mm-hmm. don't get a good job until they're, like, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. And there are people who taken their time and gotten good grades and right, all right. that, you know, relieved themselves of debt and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, graduate at 29 or 28 and start a good job because, you know, um, they went about it differently. So right. if you don't take anything from this episode, just take this. Please do not rush against time. No. You have all the time in the world. Yeah. I mean, unless you die. I but mean, then, well, yes. Then your time's yeah. up. Then it's done. But until then, like, you know, you have all the time in the world, but be very conscious about what you do with your time. Yeah. Like, obviously... Mm-hmm. Don't think I have all the time in the world, so I'm going to scroll on Instagram every day. No, 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 no. That's not what we mean. But we're saying when you're working towards something, you don't have to rush that process. Your process is different. And the timing for that is different. So if you're working towards something, honest, I think this is for like people actually putting in work on Mm -hmm. themselves in whatever regard. Like it's going to come. Like don't stress yourself too much. Exactly. Um, And, you know, with that being said, it's also like, When you think about um, time, I know for me, like, you know, maybe you make a goal and you're like, I want to read 30 books this year. Mm -hmm. And then every day when you get home, you spend an hour reading books. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we also need to be more conscious of our time and Mm -hmm. what you're doing when you have free time. Mm -hmm. I used to read, you know, maybe an hour every day. And then I'm just like, oh, well, now I didn't cook or maybe Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the gym or Mm -hmm. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And then I started thinking like, okay. Maybe I should start reading when I'm on the metro instead, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that one little hour I'm riding the train, mm-hmm. like you can read then, right. listen to your podcast then, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, start tweeting at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like don't be home when you could be doing something else productive or even just relaxing. Yeah, it's a ti- exactly. It's a time and place for everything. My goal of this year is being mindful mm-hmm. in everything I do because mm-hmm. when you're not mindful, you wake up and you're just like, wait, what have I been doing? Mm-hmm. You know? You get lost. Yeah, but also like giving yourself time. So like if you're stressed out and you just need to scream and cry and all that like mm, give yourself that time give too. yourself that time like if you got a schedule you know what from <laughs> six thirty to 7 i'm just gonna go cry my eyes out after work <laughs> do it you know like don't hold it in because if you hold it in you're gonna go off on someone you That's know true and you don't know what they're gonna do so you're gonna That's get hilarious. yourself into problems no seriously Dang, i've never i've never my crying spells just usually happen i don't really plan them out but everything else i plan and that's fine <laughs> um but no um, but i see what you're saying De- there's times to decompress there's times to relax to kind of be mindful and i mean how many times can people say like they really like stay away from the stay away from everything and just sit there in their thoughts when instagram broke yesterday 
was it yesterday or the day I before? Even, I didn't even see that happen. I just saw like the aftermath on Twitter. I was like, that's because you're on uh, Twitter. That's why. Well, yeah, and I don't care about Instagram, so exactly. that's so that's that. Yeah. But that's funny. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, in the same breath, talking about time, it's also like, yeah, you know, you have to be able to push through things. So mm-hmm. I remember, like, when I used to get upset, I would go home and I would cry. And, you know, the typical story, like <laughs> ice cream tub, watching Netflix. And then I'm just like, yo, I spent four hours after work doing that. Like, then then I went to sleep late, woke up the next day, and it's like a cycle, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. cycles happen in everything in your life, Mm -hmm. right? So then I'm just like, you know what? I'm upset today. Mm -hmm. This happened, and I need to cry. I'm going to go home. I'm going to cry for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go take a shower and go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to watch five episodes of something. Mm -hmm. Like, just be conscious and self-aware yeah, of just, the things right, you're doing right, you know right, right right and like it will help you gain your confidence in the decisions you make right mm-hmm. just being aware of what you're doing um but going to a point you said earlier philly mm-hmm. um i was listening to a lecture once and i was saying um the key to happiness is having three things in life mm-hmm. so i was saying something to look forward to mm-hmm. um something to do mm-hmm. and someone to love Oh yeah, so definitely don't have the last one. But oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not it's on on its way. Oh, but yeah, no, inshallah. so I guess when they were explaining this concept, they were just saying like sometimes you can have um, you can have money and you can have love and family, mm-hmm. but you have nothing to look mm-hmm. forward to. You know, mm-hmm. um, thinking about like people who are retired. Mm-hmm. Why do retired people come out of retirement? Oh yeah, and go and do stuff. They need something to look forward to and something to hope for, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, people who have something to, uh, you know, something to do, like work, you know, Mm -hmm. and they have family, but they don't have money, you know, Mm -hmm. so they keep hoping for that money. Like, I want this, I want Mm -hmm. this, I want that. So just saying, you know, the key to life is having those three things. That's beautiful. And I really think that's a that's that's amazing. And And that's what makes I think that's what makes me happy, too. Yeah, because I. I feel like I have those things. Oh, I'm looking forward to love. Isn't that cute? Exactly. Oh, just kidding. Okay, <laughs> niggas. I cannot stand you. Stay away. It's summer. I don't want I don't want you niggas. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Summer nineteen. Mm. Gonna be an interesting one. Oh yeah. I'm trying to never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you even know? I don't even have plans yet. I have one trip and then that's it. I don't know what else I want to do though. I think the summer is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a summer of just going with the flow, and that's when all the fun happens. To be honest, Aww. which is the whole point that's of this cute. episode. Yeah, a little laid back. Um, those are nice too. I think yeah, because me being a planner, I don't go with the flow. So I'm like when I way. do, I enjoy myself. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to just no, go. No, think with about the flow. it. Like okay, for guys listening, you might not get this, but like the days you want to have your perfect makeup you know mm-hmm. your oh. eyebrows ain't going well your mascara's dried up mm-hmm. you know and you're just like geez like what is going on mm-hmm. and then like the a day you like, don't care yeah like today yeah i was like my eyebrows look nice yeah but then they i'm do. just like they look fire mashallah they do look really nice <laughs> but then i'm just like why why couldn't it look like this that like you know right two weeks ago at, at the link up right no, it never happens exactly um, but yeah, so I think we live in mm-hmm. this generation mm-hmm. of over glamorizing things and flexing. It's, it's so fake. weird. It's fake news. It's so weird. It's like we over exaggerate okay. something, <laughs> but then you flex on the same thing you're over exaggerating. Right. So it's just like, <laughs> no, going back to this whole topic of success, mm-hmm. like I was listening to something and I was just saying like, 
um, the that you have to have this struggle story to be to talk about your success story. Goodbye. You know, and like bye. Exactly. Like <laughs> you know, they're just like, oh, I struggled and I went through this and I did that or whatever. No. Um, I was listening to another podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but this girl was talking about Cardi B's story, and they mm-hmm, were just like. Mm-hmm. You know, she went through all this stuff, and she has a perfect story. Mm. And I'm just like, why do we... I glamorize? Mean, I, mm-hmm. Not even glamorize. Like, I guess in the PR world, they'll, they'll say, like, how do we sexify the story? You know, mm. how do you make yeah. it look good? How does this sell, right? Right, right. Uh, or whatever. And it's just like, we are extremists. Like, we go mm-hmm. from one extreme of the spectrum to the other, you know? Uh, yep, that's how we view things. Um, I think everything, again. Yeah, and I think living in America is crazy because there's... For facts. There's this idea of... I hate this, by the way, when people will say, oh, I got haters. You do? What's your phone numbers? Like, let's call them up and ask them. I never what understood that, like, at all. And I'm just like... I feel like I feel like you have to be way too into yourself to feel that. Not saying that you don't have people that, you know, whatever, they're... Um, projecting their insecurities on you of course i think we see that all the time but to to say that i have haters like who am i and how are you how do you see them like where why are you you in a place to where you can see those type of people anyways not even that i think that um when you don't agree on someone or if you don't have the same things in common doesn't make them a hater oh that okay if we're talking about that then you're you're a lunatic exactly no literally you're crazy so you know like for example okay i'll give you an example so i have a friend who has a podcast right Mm -hmm. and not me yeah okay not not (laughs) (laughs) and they talk about a lot of like different things on there i Mm -hmm. won't say exactly what but it's not of interest to me so i Mm -hmm. have not listened to this podcast Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and this friend of mine is he's like really upset with me because he's just like oh you haven't listened to the podcast blah Mm -hmm. blah and i'm like these are the things we don't talk in our friendship because I have no interest for them. Right, like, right, right. I support you. I'll tell people to listen to it if this is what they're interested in. But, but I, see, you know, and the thing like, is, though, does that make me a hater? No. And the thing is, that brings a good topic about like um, me personally. I don't I don't I don't hype. I don't like promote hype. Right. If something's hyped up, whatever, everyone's shouting it out. Everyone's talking about it. I could care less. If I genuinely like it, then that's when I will promote it or or share it or whatever. Me not promoting it or me not sharing it and me not having an interest not doesn't mean I'm hating on you. It's just I literally don't like it. And why would I want that person to try to support me? Like, why would I try to force it? Like, oh, it'll just post me, you know, do, 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 all this stuff. Like, if you genuinely don't like it, then don't share it. Like, exactly. why are you faking the funk? I just, I think that's personally fake, to be honest. And like, friends out there, if you're not interested in what other people are doing, right. like tune out. Tune exactly. Oh my like, god! Thank no you, one's thank forcing you. You, you know, like you Just, can, and you, you don't need to comment. You can tell somebody you're proud of them and you're yes. happy for them yes. and all that stuff. Yes. And maybe you can, you know, let your computer play the podcast or your phone play the podcast <laughs> while support. you know <laughs> while those. you're in the kitchen doing something or whatever. And right. Let them get that play in or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, don't force yourself to do things that you don't want no. to do, you know? No, 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 uh, Absolutely. It has to be, like, that's my thing. Like, I genuinely have to support you or love love what you're doing or genuinely have an interest. Like, of course, like, playing in the background, there's a lot of friends that are doing amazing things and I support them and I'm, I tell them how proud I am of them. Mm-hmm. But again, if I'm not, if I'm not actually being an active part of that, then why am I going to fake the funk? 
Yeah. Like, oh my God, go listen to the podcast. And I did not listen to not one second of it. Why would I do that? But that's crazy about our society and the generation that we're in because there's so many fake supporters. And like working in like the kind of like advocacy communications world, Mm -hmm. I've realized like numbers don't lie for real, right? So you sit here and you retweet stuff and all that. Mm -hmm. But like, are those retweets turning into plays if you have a podcast? Mm-hmm. Or if you have a business, is it turning into purchases? Is mm-hmm. it turning into mm-hmm. money? Is mm-hmm. it turning into a check? It's mm-hmm. not because you're sitting here and your tweet has gone viral, but like people are not actively you engaging, know, with, engaging you. with you. And that's why I think engagement is such a big thing. Like Huge. have genuine relationships, friendships, like tell somebody straight up, you know, like I have mm-hmm. friends where I'll probably tell, send them this podcast and be like, hey, I did this, but. Mm-hmm. I know you might not listen to it, but mm-hmm. just so you know, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing is like people are so attracted to the hype and they mm. think that the hype is going to gain them success. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it might, it might not, you right. know, but you, you just can't. have to figure out like what that even means to you, you know? Right. And what that means, like going back to even you saying like, oh, what my podcast is doing for someone, if it helps someone, if they learn something, if they use it as a reference, that makes me happy. The people that DM me tell me like exactly how they feel, like what it's done for them, you know, encourage me, et cetera. That means more than if someone posted it and they had like half a million followers. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like those personal engagements that I'm having with people is is more gratifying than anything. I don't care if 10 people were listening to this. If those 10 people told me that they love it and they you know, keep doing it, then I'm doing something right. It's better than you having a hundred people listening yeah. and those just 10 just people don't commenting, care. right? Right. Exactly. exactly. Um, but in the same breath, I also want to say mm-hmm. like, you can't be mad. And you know, this is advice to myself. Mm-hmm. You really can't be mad at the path people take towards success because mm-hmm. success is different to everyone. Right. Exactly. So if somebody finessed, if somebody, <laughs> was strategic if somebody no if is, you're a scammer i don't support you if you're a credit card scam get the fuck no, like, no, let me. <laughs> no but get that's the, fuck. the thing like maybe they're okay with that like that was such a hard Ooh. concept for me to understand i okay? mean you're i guess you're you're more mature than me but no seriously <laughs> like it was it was painful to to understand it but like i remember having a conversation with somebody and just being like you know this is wrong right mm-hmm. and they're like no and i'm like oh, what wow. do you mean they're like, I don't think it's wrong. And I'm like, mm. why don't you think it's wrong? They're like, everyone else is doing it. Oh. And I'm just like, oh. That's a dangerous place to yeah. be in. But then, For someone like you, not him. Yeah. But then I had to I had yeah. to realize that if that person is okay with it, it's a positive thing to them. Ooh, to me, it's negative. Weird. But yeah. to them, it's positive. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like shook. But then I'm just like, I can't be mad at you. Like, right. if that's, that's true. If that's getting you to where you need to go and that is literally your goal... Like, do you. That's finesse, true. You know, play or get played, right? <laughs> but I could never. But I see what you're saying. That's true. I mean, it's each their own, I guess. It's a saying for real, for real. Do you, boo? Exactly. Because she, I can't. Mom. No. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I was going to go back to the mm-hmm. authentic self mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe somebody's authentic self is being a scammer. She, I believe it. Yeah. People's and like you said, your authentic self peeks out, exactly. jumps out of you sometimes. And maybe they're just good at that, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was just thinking about like my authentic self this morning. I was just like, "What is my authentic self?" And it's so hard to think about it because you have to take away your experiences, but your experiences right. also 
shape build you. who mm-hmm. you are you know yeah and i was just like if the world was perfect and you know i could just have any job in the world i'd want to be an architect or um a designer just because you know like we talked about this off air, all, right yeah <laughs> and just like how we're obsessed with measurements right mm-hmm. so like just walk into room just thinking this would fit here or mm-hmm. we should go there or like you see it like I'm the weird aesthetic person. Appe- I, I'm like big on aesthetic appeal. Exactly. At a glance, too. But when it matters, right? Right. So you know, whenever I start new jobs, I'll walk in and see like a picture mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. and I'll always be the person to say something about it. You know. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I just stop caring because if no one, I, I'll I'll volunteer to fix it. But if they don't want to fix it, I'm just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, right? it used to like I I used to feel bothered by certain things, and I would feel like I was obligated to fix them. Like every like every new job or every new place that I'm at, I'm reorganizing everything. Like I take everything out and I reorganize it. Exactly. And now it's okay. Now the now there's peace. <laughs> exactly. And then you know. I but for me that started becoming an exhausting process for me. It is. It right? is a hundred percent. So now I'm just like, listen, if this is not my personal office or my house, mm-hmm, like my space, you yep. know. I remember I like sleeping over at someone's house and they had the chair in a weird place and I'm just like, Why is this chair like this? And it bothered me. I stopped going to that friend's house because of it, you know? So it's just crazy. Yo, I'm so how. triggered, but that sounds like something I would do. That's okay, that that's a bit much, but that's yeah. funny. No, but, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, so, you know, just thinking in a perfect world, mm-hmm. what would you be? What would you do? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely focus on the things you're good on, good at mm-hmm. and do it in autopilot, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. So, like, when I was thinking about losing weight, the topic, uh, losing weight. Oh, right? you're going to have to come back for that one. Yeah, but to keep it short, I was just thinking, like, I already know I'm good at cardio, right? Mm-hmm. and um, like I can run it doesn't matter what weight I'm at like mm-hmm. running is my thing and mm-hmm. I think that's because I did sports when I was young yeah well just swimming but um weightlifting was hard for me right oh yeah so mm-hmm. like you know a lot of people tell you oh do cardio first and then do weightlifting mm-hmm. and I was just like no I'm just like I'm gonna focus on weightlifting first mm-hmm. and what I realized is that since like since I focused on being so good at weightlifting, mm-hmm. after I finished, like I would go lift my weights, and then after that, my cardio was on another level because wow, yeah. I would just like cruise through it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, what I'm what I want to say about that is focus on the things you're good at, but put yourself in autopilot when it comes to those things. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the things you know you can do in your sleep. Um, get them done first so yeah, like yeah even at work when i think about like if i have to plan an event like literally mm-hmm. i'll be like okay from 10 a.m to 11 a.m i'm planning this event mm-hmm. so the rest of the day i can focus on the hard things that mm-hmm. i don't know is going to take me how long right mm-hmm. i might be eating lunch at my desk or whatever you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so that's get a to, good way yeah. to look at that yeah like get to know yourself get to know the things you're good at especially at a young age and I'm not a parent yet, but I think this is an important conversation for parents and people who mm-hmm. want to have kids is like, you know, um, really try to figure out the things that stand out about your kids that they're good at. Yeah. Um, I had to and fig- nurture that. Exactly. Like you have to. my parents were very weird about the things they were strict about, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like they focused on the things I was good at, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had the freedom to do those things mm-hmm. or experience those things in a positive way. 
versus when you suppress the things that somebody's good at, you know? Yeah, it's crippling. It's crippling. Um, so, you know, if your child is good at the arts, like, support them, but also prepare them to know, like, mm-hmm. the um, the obstacles that are going to be in their way, you know? Right, exactly. For that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I mentioned earlier, like, I changed my major, you know? Mm-hmm. My mom was upset about that, mm-hmm. but when she, she was supportive in a way where, like, when I graduated, she was just like, okay, it's going to be hard for you to find a job, right? Mm-hmm. In the moment, she was just like, you're not going to find a job. But right, right. she was still supportive in that way. So it's just kind of figuring out where you fit in when it comes to that support, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just being aware of the things that are going to be obstacles for you because, mm-hmm. you know, yes, we plan. We have this idea of what success is for us. But there are so many things that come to play. You know, maybe you're a woman. Maybe you're a man. Maybe mm-hmm. you're black. Maybe you're you know, um, a Muslim, you're, whatever the minority you group that you're group you come mm-hmm. from, you know, just be aware of those things and don't mm-hmm. let those things cripple you, cripple you, but just be very aware right. that those things exist. Yeah. And figure out. It's, it's a, it goes back to being self-aware. Yeah. Like figure out the, the energy you want to surround yourself mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So um, if you feel like, you know, people are being this, a certain group of people are being discriminated against you because of your interest then don't be around those people yeah like i remember i had a friend in high school who used to get bullied all the time because Mm -hmm. they were into video games and anime and i'm like and their friends were bullying them yeah and i'm like that's crazy why are you hanging out with these people go hang out with people who are doing the same things you are yeah that's yeah that's bad energy you don't need that in your life yeah at all so to wrap this up Mm -hmm. guys success (laughs) is subjective it is passion According to Idol, it's a scam. <laughs> um, and, you know, you have all the time in the world, but be very conscious about how you spend that time. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out who you are. Know yourself. Know your worth. Know your worth. Yes. And, you Ooh, know, preach. once you know what you're good at, mm-hmm. you know, capitalize on it. Hone in on that. Add tax, you know? Yes. Ooh, so, you preach. know. You're speaking to me right now. Exactly. <laughs> When you, if you know you're good at something, mm-hmm. then don't set your, don't put yourself down, you yeah, know? Don't like, yourself. make people pay for your time. Like, Facts. I hate when people, like, want to uh, pick your brain. Like, there's a basic things you can pick my brain about, mm. but other than that, you might have to send an invoice, you know? Because I spent time being Ooh. good at what I'm good at, right? So this is a preach, right? So get to the point where you know the things you're good at. Yeah. And then the things that you're not good at. Mm -hmm. For me, I know I used to be so negative. I'm like, oh, I'm not good at this. I'm Mm -hmm. not good at that. Mm -hmm. And then I would like compete and race with time to be good at those things. Mm -hmm. And I realized like I ended up only more frustrated and thinking I was a failure. Yeah. And I just realized like, you know what? I'm not good at this thing and it's okay. Yeah. Or I'm not good at this thing and maybe I need to do it slowly over time instead yeah. of trying to do it within yeah. a week or right. three months. Oh my gosh. Or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um, but another thing I also want to say is figure out your insecurities. Mm-hmm. That's a big That's thing real. when it comes to you being successful because when you figure out your insecurities and whether you work on them or you manage them, mm-hmm. management is a big thing. Wow, like, that's big. Sometimes you wow. don't you don't work through things. You just manage them. You know mm-hmm. when to fit them in, when not to. Yeah. So, like I know for me, 
when it comes to things that like will trigger me to be upset mm-hmm. like i'm like okay let me stay away from those things that's mm-hmm. how i manage it you know this is your psych um background coming through right now i'm so triggered <laughs> but at an older age you right, know, right fresh with that degree i didn't know what i was doing <laughs> um but and i was saying this to you mm-hmm. earlier i'm just mm-hmm. like listen there are text messages that i will reply to a week later because i'm in the mind state to do that yeah and i also saw a tweet like i think a few months ago that was saying like ask your friends like mm-hmm. are you in the mental space for me to vent you know Ooh, wow that's deep that's deep. i did not even think about that yeah because you Jeez. don't know what your friend has going on and wow. also be very conscious about um emotionally dumping on oh people. wow like you just sit there and you vent wow. And then you're going to go and do what you want to do anyway. Now I got to sit here with your problems. Oh, but that's another I'm episode. Tri- no, why would you end like that? That's like such a cliffhanger. Why would you do this? Well, on the next episode. episode shoot, what you doing next week? Anyways. Right. All right, guys, we're going to just end this right now. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming, Ivo. Thank you. And guys, don't limit yourself. Don't. And the process isn't pretty, but the product is. Bye. Peace. I've been chasing money out the mattress. I ain't never really had shit. Most of the people around me plastic. All them questions never ask them. They been hating, they been bashing. They gon' hate it when I'm past them. I don't like to do no flashing. I'm just trying to live lavish. All them bitches, they just average. You gotta treat them like a savage. You hit it once and then you pass it. Then I roll the blood and love the gas it. Ain't no pretending, never acting. Never ending, never lacking. From beginning, I was rapping. Then I pick me up a fucking backpack. And I made these moves on them. Sorry, baby, but I gotta choose on ya. I ain't got all day to let loose on ya. And you too on it. Let's just be honest. I wouldn't tell you shit, cause I'm too nice. But I couldn't stay. You ain't who I like.